And welcome to the Boardroom Podcast. I'm Ward 6 Alderman Ben Piper. I'm Ward 4 Alderman Chad Wicker. We're coming to you from the Hernando Golf and Racket Club. A little change up. Yeah, the, uh, the Boardroom Podcast brought to you by Stevenson and Company Homes. Quality build. Or, I'm sorry, energy See, efficient. The homes. first time we get an ad read, he messes I know, it up. Man, that's it's first time. It's we. This podcast is brought to you. Homes. They brought are to you homes. by Stevenson and Company Homes, building energy efficient, quality homes. I knew quality was in there that's somewhere. Right. Sorry, folks. Appreciate y'all listening to us. Uh, we are going to uh, have a special guest bringing on uh, Jim Robinson, who's a Republican candidate for Ward Five or uh, Supervisor Five, Ward uh, Five, District Five. District Five. You ready the for the new, weekend already, aren't you? The new, uh, the new ambiance, I guess, and not being yeah. in a, not not a not our usual place. I guess I'm getting used to it. Uh, so we have uh, District Five Supervisor Republican candidate Jim Robinson joining us. That will uh, help round out that race for us. We had uh, Robert Foster and uh, Jack Scott on a previous episode. That's right, Jim. Jim had a scheduling conflict, and so he was able to sit down with us uh, at a different time. So we will put that out. Uh, we'll probably uh, start putting our podcast out fr- probably Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, so we'll we'll get those recorded and we'll get them to you as quickly as we can. We do have the Republican uh, primary coming up on August eighth on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, make sure you get out and vote. You can check for your polling. Uh, Is it sad that I'm ready for it to be over with? I, I mean, I think it's just one of those things. Every year there's an election in Mississippi, it feels yeah, like. That's right. Um, you know, next year it'll be presidential. The year after that it'll be municipal. And the year after that we'll get a little bit of a break, and then it'll be time to Can we announce elect your mayor run here? you run for mayor? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Absolutely not. So um, I'm going to I'm we still wait. got two more years left. We talk I'm about gonna, that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to 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 even consider something like that. But uh, we did have a board of aldermen meeting. <laughs> um, on August 1st, earlier this week. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit, Chad? Sure. Uh, so we, we had a, our first mo- a meeting on the uh, for the month of August, and kind of a lengthy meeting for us. Uh, the last couple have been very, very small. Uh, and short, I mean, not small. So uh, nothing really uh, of substance um, in the um, consent agenda. Um, we did something that uh, I think probably people probably assumed anyways. We had a... Uh, establish a speed limit for the Hernando Soccer Complex on uh, Bella Vita Way for, to 10 miles an hour. Um, that's kind of the most important thing that was in the uh, consent agenda. Um, and so uh, after that, we had some personal docket issues. We hired a couple people. Uh, I think we hired a police officer and I think another paramedic. Um, we are applying for a two, or excuse me, $320,000 grant uh, for the Rural and Tribal Association pilot program. Uh, and what this is is uh, alternative transportation, walking trails, biking, EV technology. Um, and it's no matching grant, but this is a competitive grant, so we're not sure if we're going to get it. We, we just simply applied for it. Uh, ben, we also had uh, some people from the uh, Miss uh, Miss Drake, uh, the executive director of the House yep. of Grace, and then Ann Lunsford, the, the uh, director of Precious and Pink, to, you know, asked us for some uh, budget uh, requests. We, we, the, the, a lot of people know this, but the city of Fernando, along with the other municipalities in DeSoto County, uh, donate a portion of, of funds to help those organizations, their nonprofit organizations. Uh, both, I, I've uh, been involved with those. It's my role as a jail administrator with those organizations. They do a great job. So, uh, yeah, they're they're great groups, and uh, you know the board has you know proudly sponsored them at times um, in years past, and you know I'm sure we'll continue to do so. It's just kind of 
getting the official budget request in. Um, we are in budget uh, time, and we talked about that a little bit. Um, I guess at the August 15th meeting, we'll have a budget proposal from the mayor, and um, the uh, board will be able to make some changes to that uh, as we see fit. We also accepted uh, on Tuesday $1.5 million from House Bill 603 for the Highway 51 Oak Grove Road intersection. Uh, which is getting turned into a roundabout, which is a topic of conversation uh, for sure with a lot of folks um, that don't necessarily like roundabouts, but that is the route <laughs> that uh, MDOT is going on those. So um, those funds will be used to, to continue to, we've kind of engineered it already, had about 500,000 already for engineering um, that intersection. And this 1.5 will help kind of have that come to realization. Um, we also, uh, put out a RFQ. You don't like roundabouts? I'm saying generally people don't like them. Like, if you put it out there, they're generally not liked. I I mean, I, I can know how to navigate one. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I got you. Okay. I'm, I mean, it's all, it's all, it's they're, all not about you. they're definitely not popular. I'm it's, just all, saying. it's all about you, man. I'm just saying they're not popular. MDOT picked them. Oh, man. The hey, city didn't. The city just didn't. like a politician, man, just passing the It's button. Highway 51. Oh, it's God. like saying if you there was somebody stuck at that traffic signal on the square. Do you see that? <laughs> Somebody I was did. stuck at the traffic signal on the square, and the city doesn't run those traffic. <clears throat> well, well, I'm right. thinking about it. I, I want to give a, uh, I guess a shout out, or uh, just I think the Hernando Police Department has done a great job directing school traffic the last two days. I was able to get in pretty decent. Uh, you got a middle schooler yet? Nope. Middle nope. school's a little rough, but the other ones have yeah. seemed to be going well. Uh, middle school and high school still a little rough. That's you got two schools going in there, but uh, my Can't. wife my wife took uh, my youngest to the kindergarten on Thursday, and I went to the middle school. Yeah, and got caught up a little bit, but they did the best they can. But I, we switched today, and I was in and out of elementary school. So. Kindergarten can be a little tough because they're just they move a little slower. They're they're little kids, so I mean yeah, that's right. You, you got to give them a little bit. You got to yeah. give them a little bit of time to get in and out of the car. Who you got? Who a teacher? Once you get it, once you get them, once you get them about fifth grade, yeah. our oldest in fifth grade. I mean, you can basically you ain't got to stop. You just, oh yeah, just that, pop yeah. the door open, let him let him roll we, out. We let him out, and he he's gone within seconds. He, he don't want to do his daddy. So. Um, but yeah, they have done a good job, because uh, it, it is—it's—it's it's a challenge. I mean, you got people that can't make those meet the teacher events. They have to bring all their stuff on the first day. It takes time Absolutely. for them to get everything in, in the uh, in the building. Uh, everybody's learning new um, procedures. You know, kids are learning what's going on. Some of them probably don't want to be there. They're moving slow for that reason, but they're they're making it happen. Um, we also uh, on Tuesday we put out a request for qualifications for engineering firms for the Green Tea Sewer Project. So the city was made aware that um, it applied for a stag grant. See, if I have a little sound effects, I'd go whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> the, the city applied for a, uh, a stag grant from the federal government for this the sewer project. I think you predicted that. And did not, it did not come through um, as predicted. Thank you, Chad. Um, and uh, so the city will be looking to see what that project costs to potentially either put a bond out to get that sewer extended to those folks. Um, you we'll remember, see, we'll you remember the cost goes. on that, what that, what that green tea sewer is going to cost? I felt like it was 3.7 million. Yeah, it's, it was, it was a hefty, um, it may not be that. It, I feel like that it, it may be, maybe it was 1.9. I feel like it was 1.9, but the matching funds were 1.9. Yeah, I think that's about right. So, but that, that's not an official, that's not an official word. Uh, so, We've got that for the Green Tea Sewer Project. And then, uh, as we talked about with the budget, uh, the Board of Aldermen decided not to change the millage for property taxes. I tried. Um, I tried. I know. I know. You, put, you threw it out there, and it did not seem like 
anybody was uh, wanting to wanting to jump on that other than maybe you and myself. Do you want to explain what I think some some of the listeners may not understand what a millage is? Yeah, so a, a, a mill is a uh, basically a percentage of your of your assessed value of your property. That's right. Uh, so <clears throat> your your property with the city is taxed at forty point seven six five mills. Uh, each mill is representative of about one hundred and ninety thousand um, dollars in revenue towards the city. Uh, so, you know, if you have a really valuable property like a Walmart, you know, there's a lot of assessed value with the Walmart property. You might pay a whole lot more than you know a residence, of course. Um, so that that will not go up. Uh, folks won't have to necessarily take on um, any more uh, property tax burden. So that is some good news for uh, the folks in uh, folks in Hernando. It would be nice to have it go down. We 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 kind of talked about you know what would it, what would it look like for it to go down by about uh, three quarters of a mill down to forty even. Yeah. It would it would have cost to the budget you know probably one hundred forty five hundred fifty thousand dollars towards the budget, which to me I think is something that we could figure out. But it's, so one thing to consider that uh, or one thing that I took under consideration is that we are <clears throat> we are looking at the potential for. Uh, a need of a fire station in the future um, on the east part of Hernando, um, where I would like to not have to have to borrow all the money for that. I'd like to be able to use some some amount of cash on hand. Um, so if the if the mayor and the board can get behind, you know, saving as much money as possible over the next few budgets, you should be able to uh, potentially pay for maybe half the fire station with cash, and then only have to borrow a, a smaller amount. Or, you know, there there may be other options there, but it's it's you know our contingency with the city is not large enough period the rainy day fund is not large enough and you saw that with um i think for this year it was you know for the year i think it was close to eight hundred thousand dollars in contingency and any given two-week period uh the alderman received something called docket of claims which is basically it's payroll it's insurance it's all the things you know purchases that are made you know whatever and typically they're around eight hundred thousand dollars so in a way, the contingency is only representative of one two-week period of time. Um, so that's a, that's a very precarious, you know, place in my opinion for the city to be. I would much rather us have you know a, a two or three month um, contingency kind of built up, which I think is what people do with their own household budgets. So we got to be good stewards uh, yeah. of people's money. Ben, you've heard me say this a thousand times. A budget's all about your priorities, and we have to decide as a board uh, what what our priorities are going to be. We've made some, I think, investments in public safety since that we've been on the board. Uh, we've made some investments in fire and police. Um, we've made investment in the animal shelter. Uh, that we've now got that project basically behind us. We need to decide uh, how we're going to move forward. You know, what what is a priority to us? If that's setting up the rainy day fund, or uh, putting more money into our parks programs, or you know, whatever you know, the majority of the board decides to do. Uh, we, we do, I think we're going to have a challenge this year with our budget because of some of the spending that we've done and, and now we're going to be continuing to do. We've uh, agreed to purchase the uh, Hernando Civic Center property. Uh, we'll have to start paying that in October. We've, mm-hmm. I think my understanding from the mayor is that we've decided not to borrow money from the animal shelter, and so we're going to be paying that kind of through excess funds. Is, is that, I think that's correct. Yeah, there's some one-time funds that have come in from. Sure, sure. And so, you know, from a, in my mind, like a business or a financial standpoint, if you have one-time revenues, 
uh, then you should be spending them on one-time expenses. Yeah, that's right. You, you, you built some, you know, you had somebody build something, they, they we have additional building permit uh, funds or whatever it may be, site inspection fees from fire or whatever else, you should put those towards a one-time sure, building sure. to have but, them sort uh, of cancel you know, out and balance out. But, um, you know, the fact of the matter is, it. I, I don't know that it's going to necessarily completely even out. Uh, so there may have to be some money borrowed well, uh, like but it's really said, hard to know yeah, right we, now. We just mentioned earlier in the agenda, we have the Green Tea Project. That's gonna, mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to borrow uh, bond money out for that. Uh, I know it's a priority for me and you to, to get the rainy day fund up so we don't have cash flow issues um, that we've uh, encountered in the past. So uh, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be some difficult decisions There will be up. some difficult decisions um, coming up. Uh, we have a strong board. We work together, and we'll, we'll get through it, uh, and we'll make the best decisions for the, the citizens of Hernando. What else you got, Ben? I think that was the bulk soccer of our, yet? We did have we had soccer practice on Monday. Uh, U six soccer. We got we got off to a good start. Hot hot week. Um, practices were canceled on Thursday because it was just too hot. Like it was I think it was they said the heat index was one hundred and seven, one hundred eight. That's, right. That's right. You know even at nighttime. Um, you know getting into the five o'clock six o'clock hour. So they just they canceled Ooh, them all together. So um, yeah. So that was uh, uh, you know scrubbed the practice on Thursday. So we'll get back to it. Uh, my understanding is. People should have soccer schedules out soon. I think the jerseys are coming in, so people can start getting those yeah. uh, uh, we, picked we up here in the next from, week uh, or so. From, from Grayson's coach, we have not heard from Reeves' coach yet, uh, but we have. Uh, I talked. I was been talked into coaching Haifa, so I got to. Oh man! I got to be out there uh, at the Kirkendall Field tomorrow at 7:45 for evaluations. Okay. For the five and six year old flag football team, so. What you call them, the Wicker Warriors? Okay. That may, we may we may cut well with that name. So. I don't know. What, uh, you got to come up with some, uh, uh, Wicker Wildcat. <laughs> Wildcats. That's like a Hernando yeah, name, that's, right? That's that's right. Yeah, that was the old Hernando uh, school, uh, Oak Grove. They're the Wildcats. So everybody's getting started. You know, it's uh, fall ball and some of those things. Uh, we'll get it uh, get it going here. Yeah, so. get behind the elect. You know, we'll get, get past these elections and then we'll uh, get into the fall. Like you said, uh, Ole Miss football, Hernando High School uh, football. Also, you, you got to mention this, Ben. Fernando High, uh, High School volleyball starts. They're, they're going to have a strong team this year. Yeah, I think uh, so. I'll be honest. I do not know a lot about volleyball. I know, oh, man, like, the basic game. rules. They've they, they got yeah. a good team, and, and, and uh, <laughs> one of your constituents is a big volleyball guy. Yeah, I know the, <laughs> I know the basic rules. I don't uh, know the positions or any sport. of these things. I, but I, would, I would encourage anybody who, you know, is – I think the first game is actually on Tuesday – well, I think they got the uh, football jamboree coming up at Lake Cormorant, and the season will start and, and uh, later this month. You got volleyball coming up. The first very game is soon. the first game is Tuesday, August eighth. First game is Tuesday. Uh, I think they play Horn Lake Tuesday afternoon, August eighth. That's right. On on primary election day, that'll be a busy day in Hernando. That's right. That's right. Well, good deal. Well, t uh, speaking of elections, we have. Uh, Republican candidate Jim Robinson joined us. He is running for District 5 supervisor, uh, which covers, you know, majority of Hernando. That's um, right. So, he's, you know, he's currently the uh, um, city administrator for the city of Horn Lake. Uh, essentially, he serves as, I think, the clerk and the administrator there. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of a dual position. Uh, we spend about, you know, I spend uh, about 15, 20 minutes talking to him, and uh, he outlines his agenda and his plan to uh, to serve the citizens of District 5 if he's successful in being elected. So. If you're in District 5, you're talking, uh, you're, you go and vote at Baker's Chapel, you go and vote at Lewisburg, you vote at, uh, you know, one of the one of the main sites here in Hernando or Love. Uh, and so, and, uh, 
you know, the well at Lewisburg, Heartland Church, you that's know, right. so that's, that's kind of the breakdown. If you hear any of those and that's you, this, this is an interview that you want to hear and you want to make sure you go back and listen to our interviews as well with his two opponents, Robert Foster and Jack Scott, so you can get a full picture before Tuesday when you go into the, uh, go into the booth to vote. So let's bring on uh, Jim Robinson, his interview with, uh, with Chad Wicker here. Welcome to another uh, episode of the Boardroom Podcast. I'm Chad Wicker. I'm sitting here with Jim Robinson, a candidate for uh, the 5th District Supervisor uh, of DeSoto County. Jim, how you doing? Thanks for doing the podcast, man. Oh, you're welcome. I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, so we've had the other two candidates on, and you're, you're kind of uh, the one, the, the last one standing here. Uh, tell us uh, why in the world, well, I guess first, give us a little background. What, where, where's, where's, who is Jim Robinson? All right. Uh, uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, glad to have this opportunity. Uh, go back to what you said. Ho- hopefully it'll be the last man standing. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Robinson family and Jim Robinson, we've been here um, uh, in DeSoto County for a long time, raised all of our family, our kids. Um, got a, a daughter that's 29 that's uh, um, heavy uh, into working for uh, two different architectural firms uh, here in the Mid-South area. But we've been here um, close to 30 years and and been serving DeSoto County for uh, close to 20 years, uh, over 20 years, uh, actually, um, in a lot of different areas. Um, My background, um, what kind of brought us to this area was uh, teaching. Uh, I started off teaching, uh, golly, 30-something years I ago. I what, what subject you teach? <laughs> I taught all uh, health, anatomy, okay. uh, physical education classes, uh, coached, uh, was athletic director uh, okay. in the Mid-South here, and then um, uh, got on with the YMCA, was with the YMCA for 21 years, uh, left there as vice president and district um, exec over DeSoto County okay. uh, doing a lot of stuff in DeSoto County built the YMCA in Olive Branch um, and um, been with the city of Horn Lake as city administrator for uh, over eight years now uh, my wife has um, been employed with DeSoto County schools uh, off and on for six to seven years okay. she's uh, uh, teaching a librarian at uh, South Haven Elementary School Good. Well, uh, Jim, what what decided uh, what what was the, the the factor that made you decide to run for uh, public office? You seem like you've worked around a lot of people over the time who were in the public office. What what made you decide to do it? Uh, yeah, I uh, I am not a politician, uh, but um, you know, been involved with the city of Horn Lake for eight years and and seen government uh, work uh, and as city administrator. Uh, ran a city uh, now and and um, I enjoy and love doing that uh, it's uh, a service to our citizens and our residents uh, and that's um, kind of what uh, carried me into this uh, I've always had a life of service through the YMCA uh, our church of 30 years I've been a deacon uh, there for over 20 years and serve our community and and this is a another opportunity to serve a larger group Uh, i love serving people and um, want to take my experience as running a city as city administrator to better serve uh, my district five sure well what what is some of the things you're interested in uh, accomplishing while you're on the yes yes um 
Uh, you touched on it. Uh, you hit, said the word budget. Uh, I, I, I'm a numbers person. I love uh, budgets. Uh, I love looking at um, the, the funds that we uh, are blessed with at the city. Uh, same with the county. Um, we uh, need to utilize those funds with integrity and, um, and use them the best way possible for our citizens uh, to give back to our citizens, to give back to our infrastructure that uh, desperately uh, needs attention. Uh, with the county, uh, it is a, a, a very large budget, over a $300 million budget, and uh, I want to take my expertise in helping uh, what is doing what is best for our citizens, uh, whether putting those funds uh, back into infrastructure projects, broadband, uh, ways to save our citizens uh, some of their hard-earned tax dollars. Uh, there are a lot of ways that uh, that can be done. Uh, we're still in financially difficult times. Uh, I think a lot of us are uh, just getting used to it, but there's a lot of people out there suffering, and I. Uh, I want to help District 5 uh, manage their funds and their money uh, the best way possible to benefit our citizens. Sure, sure. Well, so it sounds like uh, you're going to be uh, take a pen to the budget and try to find some ways to save some money, maybe allocate some funds in different areas. What, what others, what's some of the other priorities, um, you know, public safety or infrastructure? Mm -hmm. You mentioned that. Yeah, uh, I, I did mention infrastructure. There's a lot of things uh, that go along with that. Um, you know, uh, still pushing for uh, expanding I-55 all the way down to Hernando Interchange. I've been a part of the driving to Soto sure. along with yourself going down to Jackson for 10 years now, uh, pushing for funds. That's key. Um, public safety is key. I, I work with our, our police and fire on a daily basis. Over the years, we've seen studies where uh, Horn Lake's been in the top five safest cities. Uh, Hernando has been listed in the top three uh, safest cities. And I want to keep that strong, sure. uh, you know, keep our, our sheriff's department and, and uh, uh, the safety that they provide throughout the county strong. And, you know, I have an opportunity every year to work with the SRO officers. Now our sheriff's uh, deputies yeah, are sure. in our schools want to keep our schools safe. Like I said earlier, I've had two that have gone all the way through DeSoto County Schools and graduated uh, from DeSoto County Schools. Uh, still have a, a son in school, and uh, I want to keep uh, make sure the schools are safe, so that's a priority. And, and our schools and our education is important. I've been a part of uh, DeSoto Economic Council's uh, initiatives, uh, trying to uh, build our workforce uh, for our state and, and for DeSoto County. So we've got to build a, a quality workforce uh, for District 5 and, and all of our county uh, to keep our county strong in, sure. that, in that way. So if you look at it, you know, uh, uh, managing the finances, um, infrastructure, education, safety, uh, and then uh, last one, we're, we're still one of the fastest growing counties in the yeah, state. Absolutely. And uh, there needs to be a balanced growth. Uh, we can't just explode in nothing but um, subdivisions or nothing but warehouses. We have to balance our growth and, and keep um, some of the things that made DeSoto County great, keep them a part of DeSoto County, our agriculture 
and still have the, the quality subdivisions and the small business, large business. So balancing that growth in DeSoto County is, is a key for the supervisors. Yeah, um, and they have a huge task. And, and I didn't realize we had Mark Garner on like I think our first or second episode, and he was explaining some of the uh, you know, the, the, the authority that a county supervisor has, it has a, a lot of legislative authority as well as a lot of executive authority because there's no, there's no county mayor and some other, like some other things like that. Yes. So, uh, well, it sounds like you, you've kind of laid out your, your blueprint. Um, what, what about, uh, you know, I think you mentioned something that I always hear is people talking about kind of keeping a small town feel and, and, and things like that. What do you, what are your thoughts on that and kind of keep ma managing the growth? I think you touched on that just a second. Yeah, it, uh, DeSoto County, one thing uh, that we've loved uh, over the decades living here is, is bringing up our family. It's uh, a, a fun, a friendly place to, uh, to live. Uh, we've got great churches, uh, great schools, um, and great developers that are developing the different aspects that make um, our communities, our um, subdivisions, uh, our parks. Uh, yeah. You as a, a city official know the importance of uh, parks, um, you know, and those amenities are what makes uh, our county great, and we've got to keep growing on those. You know, the supervisors oversee uh, parks also for the county, and and we want to, um, uh, our, the, the supervisors, uh, I, I'm hoping, see the cities as uh, the, the building stone for this uh, community. And we've got, as supervisors, uh, we've got to support our cities, uh, support our uh, city officials in every way we can. We have to look at ways of, of uh, getting some of those tax dollars back to our cities um, because they are what make up our county. Uh, we wouldn't have county supervisors if we didn't have the cities. Um, yeah. You know, we drive through each city uh, every single day. So uh, as a supervisor, a uh, potential supervisor, I, um, uh, working for the city, I see the struggles we have, and I want to take that experience uh, to the supervisor position to uh, give back to our cities that uh, still are struggling financially and, and help them in the ways we can in some of those areas that I talked about, infrastructure and everything. Yeah. So what, what's Jim Robinson do on the weekends? What's some hobbies? What do, you, what do you do for fun? Well, before I messed up my knees, I used to play soccer. Okay, uh, soccer player, okay. What yeah. position? Uh, at the time, I, I grew up in uh, high school playing midfield, center midfield, but. Uh, in college, I played center back. Oh, you played college soccer, okay. I, I did. Um, and then when we moved here, I played 30 years out at Mike Rose uh, for an adult team and played uh, sweeper back, uh, okay. the last man in defense. That's right. Uh, that, my, uh, my son plays soccer, and he's, he plays defense, and he, uh, that's what he says, last line defense. That's right. Yeah. Um, so used to do that, but uh, you know, just spending time with family now, and um, uh, church events. I mean, this sure. this past summer, my my pastor twisted my arm uh, to go to um, youth camp uh, with our youth group. So I hadn't done that since my girls were in uh, youth group. <laughs> was that so fun? Yeah, it was, but exhausting. You know, I'm I'm almost sixty, and uh, I can't get around with these young folks like I used to. So yeah. So originally, where'd you where'd you move? Where are you originally from? 
Um, moved, uh, my wife and I moved down, um, I grew up around in the Indiana area, uh, right close to the border of Kentucky. Um, but like I said, we've, we moved down here, um, over 30 years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so what, so as we get, I think of the elections, August 8th, um, what, what do you want voters to, uh, when they get ready to bubble the name in for the county supervisor, what's the thing that you want them to think about you as, as their candidate? Great. I, I love that question. Um, I, I want them to think about experience matters. Um, and uh, from day one, if, uh, if I were elected, the Lord blesses in that way, and, and people vote uh, for Jim Robinson, uh, I want them to know that I can hit the ground running. Um, I understand uh, the different prongs of government and how it works. Like I said, I'm not a politician, um, but uh, I understand how to use the taxpayer dollars uh, with integrity and, um, and the best way possible and, and want to take that experience in there and be able to make the decisions that represent um, the citizens and the residents of District 5 and not decisions that represent anything else uh, but what is important here at home. Yeah, and you have a website or a Facebook page or anything to uh, somebody wants to learn more about you or reach out to you? What do you got? Yeah, uh, got a website, uh, Jim Robinson, the number four okay. supervisor. Um, that dot com, dot com yeah. and then got a an email uh love to hear from you jim robinson for supervisor at gmail.com okay all right and well, i am on facebook uh and linkedin facebook that's that facebook social media is 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 the, the good and bad of politics. i mean you can connect with a lot of people and um in any way but uh, yeah. sometimes you see the negative as well yes uh, now I know I think my son and your son played on the same soccer team there. What what how, what's well, how old is he? Caden uh, Caden is twelve. You got to give a shout out to your wife and your kid. They get mad to hear that you didn't, you didn't mention them now. Yeah, well, like I said, Kim uh, teaches at South yeah. Haven Elementary okay. and loves uh, uh, she loves teaching and and uh, library science degree that she got from Southern. Okay. Um, she's hoping to uh, turn that into a master's uh, here soon, but. Yeah, Caden uh, has grown up playing soccer. I wish he had the same drive as I did growing up, but uh, uh, I, I don't foresee him being a college uh, recruit. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Well, is that, is you just got the one, one boy? Yes, no, okay, uh, okay. two girls, uh, older and one boy. We've got I got you. 15 years difference between ah, the two, so okay. yeah. Well, Jim, thanks for being on the show, and uh, you know, uh, look forward to the, I'm sure you're ready for this thing to be over with, and uh, you know, if you if you're successful, we look forward to working with you. And even if not, we look forward to working with you with the city of Horn Lake. I'm assuming yeah. you're going to, you're going to, uh, I guess, have to give that job up if you get elected, I guess. Huh? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, this is more important and a much sure. bigger, uh, broader job uh, with the county. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it, uh, it would be my focus. Um, the, the mayor has uh, 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 been giving me a hard time, but uh, uh, but yes, uh, you, got a, you got a good group of guys there in, in Horn Lake. Uh, we yes. get along with them really well. So great, yeah, and I, I appreciate what you've done here and getting the word out. That's the sure. the biggest thing. We all have. Um, a right to vote and hope people will get out on august so 8th well, uh, ben and i were, were talking about we're hoping for a you know a you know 35 40 percent turnout but i think we're being uh, a little 
forward thinking. I think it's going to be more 25 to 30. That would be amazing. You know, I've uh, had the opportunity to run the elections at Horn Lake, and, yeah. and we uh, we would see 17 percent and uh, be excited about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, people need to get out. Well, we learn. We learn if you do a tax referendum, you get a pretty high turnout. We learned that in November. So. Yes. <laughs> well, Jim, yeah. thank you for being on, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to seeing the results on uh, Tuesday. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.